Beltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Monday, October 29th edition. Your drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I've got the former Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh, with me as well. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Every Monday, you can come down to the Union and enjoy the Monday special. $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. And, of course, they've got the TVs on right now. You can get in set for Monday Night Football. Football. World Series is over, so you don't have that That's to enjoy you, uh, this week. I, I I found out baseball's over, and you know who won. I won't go there, but I'm pretty happy right now. Who won, Dave? The Red Sox. Where's your Red Sox hat? Where's I your had gear? it last week. I think I was doing some research. Two things that were amazing. The way they played on the road all the way through the year and the playoffs. And you realize counting the World Series and the playoff games, they won 119 games total this year. That's not terrible. Um, the big thing was other teams have done that and did not win at all this year. They did it and won it all. A lot of he praised being heaped on Alex Cora, rookie manager, pushes all the right buttons. A guy that gets picked up midseason from Toronto, MVP of the World Series. Things are going your way when, that's kind of, when that kind of happens. Chris Sale, prominent starter, gets the last three outs for you last night. So, hey, whatever it took, they were all in. I'm surprised you're not sporting your gear, though. You should be eh. doing your victory lap. You're unlike a lot of fans. <laughs> you're not actually a bandwagoner. I'm, as my dad was there, and I enjoyed it. But, you know, it's it, they won, and now they got to repeat next year. And then as quickly as you see those things happen, you turn on TV this morning, and if you lived in Cleveland, not a place you want to coach. Well, not a place you want to coach. Unless you're trying to get a coaching job <laughs> right. and you think you're the man for the job because not only – the Cleveland Cavaliers fans lose their coach. Yeah. Cleveland Browns fans probably gleefully <laughs> lost their coach. As Hugh Jackson got the hook, he's out now. And um, the offensive coordinator as well, Todd yeah. Haley, he's out as well for the Browns. So if you're a coach looking for a job, you can send your resume to the Cleveland Browns today. <laughs> I'm not Same so sure i want Cavs. to, but, uh, you know. What is it about that organization, which is it is a pit of misery? It I really mean, what, is. The last four years, I mean, he was three thirty six and one in four years, and you're thinking, you get these draft picks every year, and 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 what is going on that you cannot sustain something? And people that are probably getting drafted, you're going like, no, not there, not there, not there. Thank you, and they go there. I mean, Baker's entrenched now, Baker Mayfield, but it's just not. I don't know why they they cannot make it happen. And then you've got my Bengals who are enjoying mediocrity. Exactly. At least well, yesterday. Medi- at least mediocrity is better hey, than what's going on in Cleveland. You know, last time they lost at the buzzer to Pittsburgh, and yesterday, yeah, I think they won at the buzzer. A little field goal. Vinny didn't play, I understand, yesterday. He was hurt. Did not play with the Buccaneers. I don't know if that made a difference, but, you know, 37. Bengals put up 37 and made a long day for Jameis Winston. And, of course, we also had basketball. We're going to get into that a little bit oh, later Oh, that was on. fun, too, yesterday. Yeah, Marshall exhibition play taking on Glenville State, and that was fun to watch. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in detail later. I've got the player reaction from last night, so we'll hear a little bit of that in a couple of minutes. Uh, John Elmore, uh, C.J. Burks. I thought uh, Burks looked really good out there. Um, they've got some things to work on. They do. There's they no uh, there's no defense once again in D'Antoni, or no D in D'Antoni, <laughs> as the joke goes. But no, they have they got a lot to work on, and – Glenville State mirrored Marshall in so many yeah. aspects. So it was Marshall basically playing it was a up and version down of game. Marshall. It was yeah. an up and down game. So you're not going to see much defense. You know, and I'm sitting there and my son was with me. We're going like, I think, that, I mean, I was counting the threes. I lost track. 17 for Glenville yesterday. They wouldn't, hey, as quick as Marshall puts them up, Glenville did not hesitate either. 
And the guy who used to play here at Bledsoe had a nice day. And that one guy, um, uh, Mr. Polydor, 34, he launched. He was 8 of 10 from long range. I mean, he, he was better off shooting half court than he was 15 feet. Here are the numbers. Three-pointers yesterday in that contest. Marshall shot 8 of 25 from right. the three-point line. Glenville State shot 17 of 37 from the three-point line. That's impressive. And I'm thinking this team was picked to finish eighth in their conference. It must be an unbelievable seven and playing ahead of them. I know it's the first game. It's an exhibition. And Danny said it. I didn't see that shooting coming, and we have things to work on. We have things to work on. They got, they got out-rebounded by a Division II team, by two, but still. I'm not going to put too much no, into that. No, it's, it's exhibition. Just, that's right. You're getting guys out there that might not see the court that much. You're trying to figure out what your team's about. So I'm not going to put exactly, too much into you that. Know, he had you know, the Jansen Williams and the, the regulars back. But then he's got the new guys who've made a lot of noise, but they haven't taken the floor yet. And as Danny told you that day at practice, they've had some success, but now they're at this level, and they haven't, and they're going to get a taste of it. And yesterday they found out even though it was, you know, it's a different game. It's a different game. But you liked Iran. I thought he almost knocked a guy out yesterday on the pick. I projected he will knock down. He will take somebody out on a pick, and rip down a backboard somewhere this year, before it's over. And the other guys looked. Uh, the newcomers looked pretty good. And the returnees, Rondell Watson, Darius George, smoother than ever. So you know, Danny knows what's got to be fixed between now and Thursday, and then a week from Wednesday when they start playing for keeps at Eastern, Kentucky. So no panic here. No. Not on my part anyway. No. And it was fun yesterday because for a lot of fans, maybe this was their first opportunity to get into the Henderson Center yeah. since the new scoreboard board was nice. up. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a nice fixture, but now that we've all seen it, we can start uh, just yeah. watching the game again. Right. You know, what was amazing? Almost 5,800 yesterday. Sunday afternoon, almost 5,800. That's, that's encouraging. Danny's got the interest level going. What else is there to do on a Sunday, right? Well, your Bengals were on. But that was early. You could have watched them and then came it, on down. I watched a little bit of that and then came on down to the, the game. Yeah. And, of course, we're going to see mostly Wednesday, Thursday, or Saturday, Saturday games. Just depends on the Conference USA schedule. There is a Sunday game coming up here in the regular season. Yeah. But for the most part, the most gonna be, part. you're going to get one midweek game and you're going to get the, a weekend game. It yeah. works out that way. That was fun. And at the same time, you're thinking, uh, well, we're back to football as well. Big trip to Southern Miss. I guess they have to figure out when they're going to leave because the president's coming to town at the airport. So, they got to make different travel plans or something to get out of town. but They've got top <laughs> men on that, so I'm sure the logistics yeah. people are working that out as exactly. we speak. I don't think that's going to be a problem. They'll make it. And, and Southern They'll Miss, probably get the heck out of town beforehand. Remember, Southern Miss lost to Charlotte, so so many scenarios that we've been talking about are lining themselves up right now. All you need is one more middle loss, yeah. and then you beat FIU if you're Marshall, and it's then you should you. be good. It's on you. You need that. That's your optimal scenario. That's mm-hmm. what you want to happen. Right. You can't think about that, though, until we get to the FIU game and Marshall has won them all. Yeah, and I'm sure Doc will make that point tomorrow. I'm sure he's made the it. The coach speak, he's already made it. He's made it. And I'm sure you're, and your PIs today, they did the same thing. All we're thinking about is the Golden Eagles in Hattiesburg. We're not looking anything past that. They really spend a lot of time on themselves. And we're going to hear some of the interviews here when we come back from break in a yeah. few minutes. Uh, i got a few quick ones, so uh, usually we just hear uh, pieces and bits of it. But uh, we're going to hear a couple of them in, in entirety today. Uh, I've got uh, coming up 
Uh, we've got Izzy Johnson. We've got Alex Thompson. A little bit later on, we'll hear from Malik Gant, uh, Artis Johnson. Um, we'll hear some audio from basketball yeah, later exactly. on as well. Get those guys' thoughts on that. So we've got a full show. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. I remind you every Monday to come down to the Union Pub and Grill. It's where you get the $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots as the Monday special. 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. You're listening to The Drive. We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. Welcome back, Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're joining you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. The Monday special, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, Every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. So, Dave, it's football week again. We can start ramping up, getting yep. set for the Thundering Herd as they're going to try to finish out the regular season, hopefully undefeated, and then in that spot for the East Division title. they got to stay undefeated to do so, get a shot with FIU. They can win that and hope everything falls in place then, but they want to keep their sheet clean the west of the way. So, tough opponent, Southern Miss. I still think they're a tough opponent. I mean, I, I, do don't, too. I don't think that the, uh, the the loss against Charlotte yeah. is an indicator. I think Southern Miss and Marshall kind of, what I called them a while back is the flagships because, you know, Marshall's been in this league for double digits. Southern Miss before that had a great history. They hit some skids there for a while, but they're the flagship of the league so far over the time. And right now they're in transition a little bit, uh, up and down, up and down, win one, lose one. Quarterback was out. They had a backup come in. Almost bailed him out at Charlotte, but Brad Lambert got the job done. They're four and four, and they're coming here. In the next home game is Charlotte. So, but the one thing about Charlotte it was what they did at North Texas a few weeks ago. Even though things are going well, they went. When we said ourselves, we're our fans. They announced eight thousand at that game with uh, Southern Miss, and that's one of those means like a lot less than that. And they announced what twenty three our last home game. I don't know, but I'm saying twenty three is a lot better than eight. Pay a lot more bills. Of course, Charlotte's a little bigger than Huntington, but at the same time, you know, you, you've got a very, a very nice facility. You, you've got a team that's turned things around. you got to get the fans interested. And even the students don't, aren't there. Winning helps. Yeah. Winning will get fans interested. Right. Even then, it's tough sell. It you is. could be undefeated. It's a tough sell and right Charlotte now. And Charlotte will be a tough sell with what they have going on on a Saturday. You have a lot of entertainment options. So that's coming up. But we've got Marshall yes. Southern Miss and uh, – it's an off week, so the guys um, get an opportunity to work on themselves. Uh, get healthy. They don't game plan as much. They're not doing two weeks straight mm-hmm. of the coaches are, but they're yeah. not doing two weeks straight of just looking at film, game planning. They're working on themselves, doing things that make themselves a better team because they can get everything they need in, in a short period of time right. to get ready for. But they still they have a head start. That's, right. that's the advantage of the off week. So. We talked to Alex Thompson earlier and just um, wanted to get a, a kind of impression from him how the off week go. Here's what he had to say. Uh, you, you know, we um, we really got a chance to focus on ourselves, you know, get by, get guys back that were injured. And, um, you know, I think we had a really good week of practice, you know. And, you know, you're not preparing for a team. You know, you still want to get better. And I think we did that and we took advantage of the bye week. Personally for you, was it, was it good just to have not an opponent get ready for it, more to just get yourself ready to work with the team more? Yeah, absolutely, especially with the wide receivers. You know, we want to really get the um, – the passing game hasn't been axed for these last two weeks. So, um, you know, we think it will be because Southern Miss is really good against the run. So, um, 
we uh, you know worked on um, what we see on the field between um, myself and the other receivers. So I think we um, we took advantage of the bye week. How beneficial is it to get that extra time? Just because, like Jordan was saying, they bring a lot of different looks, a lot of, a lot of different sequences at you, and, and you're going to have to be able to identify those and get the right play in. Yeah, it's always a, a big part when when you play a three uh, three down defense, you know, because they can bring it from anywhere. So, uh, you know, we um, we got to watch their film of the last couple weeks, and then we, I know personally, I watched their game against Charlotte last uh, last week, and they do bring a lot of a lot of different looks and everything. So as long as we we're able to identify. Um, where the blitz is coming from, and uh, check the run, check the run game to where it's not. So um, I think we'll just uh, we'll be fine, and you know, in that extra week to prepare for them is is helpful. Did you get a chance to assess yourself and look at some of your own film and sort of self scout this week and sort of fine tune some of those things? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, this will be my fourth game starting, so I think uh, you know it's really time to you know I had those three weeks to you know kind of feel feel it out a little bit, and especially with the bye week, I got a chance to like assess what you like we were saying and um you know i'm just really looking forward to uh these last four games and you know really um really looking forward to it that's about that's about all i can say for that for you on the outsides especially it, se it seems like some of the deep balls have been right there but it's just been a little bit yeah, just, yeah. is it a matter of just getting reps with yeah that's what that's like i was saying you know we worked on that a lot during practice you know we're missing just by a step or balls behind or something whatever the case might be but um you know, when you get a week of practice not preparing for anyone, you can, you know, kind of relax because you're not really pushing forward and you can see, all right, why can't, why is this ball missing by a yard? Why is it underthrown by a yard? Whatever the case may be. So I think that um, the bye week was really helpful, you know, in terms of myself and the, uh, again, getting a connection with the uh, wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, um, at Wagner, we didn't run a lot of read option because we were more of a pro style. But, um, yeah, I mean, if the defense is going to, Try to knife on the running backs all the time, and then you know I have to pull it. I will, um, and it kind of gets me going in the game. You know, kick, taking a couple hits actually helps. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if if defense are going to continue doing that, we're going to continue. Uh, I'm going to continue pulling the ball. Is that one of those things you have to convince? You know, Doc and even Coach Crams. It's like, hey, I get into a rhythm whenever I'm getting hit, as opposed to other quarterbacks. Normally, that's not the case. Well, see, so, so again, um, some quarterbacks are different. Some quarterbacks want a quick throw. I want that too, but I also like getting hit, you know, kind of gets me into the game a little bit, you know, and uh, running the ball gets me a little momentum. It gives it, it keeps the defense honest, you know, now they have to worry about the quarterback run and that might help out in the pass game a little bit. As a quarterback, Dave, did you scramble a lot? Do you feel like you wish you had that in your repertoire, just able to take the ball and run 10, 15 yards, or did you just run for your life Some, a lot? I was going to say the latter. Sometimes it's pretty much uh, self-preservation. Trying to stay alive, making sure your life insurance policy is up to date, things of that nature. But you know, it's nice to hear him say an extra week. Remember what happened the last time when the game got canceled? They had an extra week. Things worked out pretty well. So hopefully, he's had two weeks to hone in and spread the wealth a little bit better. But what really sounds good to me, and I've mentioned this to you many times, is on you know, the read option. He's not afraid to pull it. Southern Miss has got to be aware. Of, hey, when they hand it off, not necessarily is he not going to you know keep it. They got to respect him now, and I think he likes it. And he mentioned himself, I get hit a couple times, I get my uniform dirty, I'm ready to rock. And then Brady, Obiallo, and get get that part of the game going and uh, let's see him rev it up. Because, you know, when they won that game against FAU, I, people said, how many times has Marshall won a game with 100 yards passing? That's all they had. You don't need it, though. No, you take what they give you. But when you're conditioned to watch, you know, the, the, the aerial circuses we've seen in the past, and you go 100 yards. But he had 50 rushing. 
So, hey, nowadays it's uh, Cramsey, and then we're going to take If that's what the defense gives us, we'll take it. And if they come up, we'll throw. If they back off, we'll make them pay another it's way. It's a great dimension to add because you're keeping the defense honest. Exactly. Exactly. And one of these days he's going to fake it, take off, step back, and throw one, and you're going to watch some DBs go, uh-oh, somebody's going to be over the top. So there's a lot of things can happen off that play. But I think he likes doing it. And that's big because if you look around TV the other day, there's a lot of quarterbacks pulling that ride and read. A lot of guys taking off, making some numbers, making some yards, except for the Alabama guy, too, because he's never in the game long enough to do it. Doesn't have to. <laughs> he, has, he hasn't played in the fourth quarter yet. Why would he, he have might to? Not, he might not get a letter. <laughs> Why would he have to? He doesn't. The game's over. I know. That's going to change he soon. He might play in the fourth quarter this week, though. That's going to change soon. I know. But it's nice to see. It's nice to see. And a Southern Miss game. This is the one that should pique people's interest because uh, they're on the other side now, but it seems how the conference finds a way to keep them playing each other in football, which I, I think they should. I think That's it's del- one you should play. I think it is deliberate, and it really makes sense for both those yeah, schools. It's the other side of the league, but guess what? If people will travel this weekend. You can get there, and then they can get there from here. I think that's the one team you want to, on the West, ship some other people in and out, but leave Southern Miss – one of the two options I don't every th- year. I don't think you cater to them and play favorites to Southern Miss, but you make sure the Southern Miss is taken care of because right. a good Southern Miss is good for Conference USA. Exactly. I believe that. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, people want to know what's happening, and right now they're in, they're, they're floating a little bit above 500, and that's not them, But and I'm sure they're thinking, here's our chance to rebound this week. Coach Hobson, Coach Billings, former workers here, they know they're coming down there, and they know – Marshall give him a, is going to give him a game. So what are the three seasons down in Southern Miss? Isn't it uh, football, Maybe. baseball, and then preseason football? Something like that. But it used to be basketball. We had that one year where they went great, and then they had the recruiting issues or whatever happened, and they got the book thrown at them. So that's kind of they're on a chill pill right now for the basketball. But, no, football and you know, baseball, hosting the conference tournament, great place. As a quarterback, you, um, you're you an offensive guy, but let's give a little love to the defensive guys oh. now. It's going to be a great defensive matchup, I think, this I week. I did yesterday. I, I was at the basketball game. I saw uh, Coach Hamrick. I walked up to him and said, Mike, I apologize to you. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, remember at the Old Dominion, the Middle Tennessee game, we're walking down, and I said something like, we can't cover anybody. What is going on here? It's been like this for years. The next two weeks. Old Dominion and, and FAU, they just blanketed everybody. I said, hey, I don't know what they did, but i got to say, hey, I, I was in the error. I said, you have found a way to cover somebody and still make it tough? I That's nice. Before that, when you saw them throw up and down the field. Last two games, no. Old Dominion, all the numbers, nothing. FAU, nothing. And FAU now is going to scramble just to get to six. They might not even make a bowl game. Hard to believe, but they got FIU and North Texas left to play. Five losses, two more, and, and Lane is home for the holidays. Not a good look for FAU, but uh, back to Marshall's yeah. defense. I uh, caught up with Nazi Johnson earlier, and uh, same question to start things out. Just kind of want to get a feel what the off week was like for him as uh, we get ready for Southern Miss, and here's what Nazi had to say. Um, it felt good. Um, we got players back. Um, I got the rest of my shoulders. Um, we got also got ahead of the game because we got to scout our opponent, and I got to sit back and watch him actually play on Saturday. So. Oh, good. This feels uh, it's sort of loose, kind of. You don't have to get ready for an opponent, but uh, you can really just maybe focus on yourself more. You're the opponent. You mm-hmm. gotta figure out what you yeah. need to do. Yeah, um, this week they told us it's us against us because we can't get complacent about not having a game this weekend. So um, basically, they stood on, uh, been on our backs about it, and um, 
We've been going to work. We know a lot about them since I got. To, I know a lot about them. Um, we got to watch them, the games and stuff like that. So we know a lot. What's your, what's your early impression since you watched a lot of I feel like they're a young team. They lost a lot of people last year. Um, young at running back. They got a they got a new quarterback too. Um, outstanding one of outstanding wide receiver who is topping our conference. Um, they beat us on slants last year in the red zone. Sluggos. So there's a lot of stuff that uh, we can learn from the last year's tape and this year's tape. You look at Saturday's performance, and they did struggle with turning the ball over, which is something that you all have excelled at mm -hmm. forcing this year. What is it, you know, that they were struggling with, and how do you look to exploit that? Comes Um Basically, if we just stay to our, um, our keys, um, they like RPOs. So if we just limit the RPO throws and uh, jump the slants, push to the slants. Um, we can uh, exploit that. Um, my coach talked about um, we got to win the turnover battle to win games to put our offense in position to score. So um, they're a young team, so if we can get them from not doing what they're normal, um, like coach to do, we can we can win the game. I know that they had the the uh, kid that came from JUCO that, was, that played the majority of the game. They pulled him in the fourth, and then that offense got rolling behind the freshman. What did you see mm -hmm. from uh, from both that uh, y'all got? One uh, one quarterback is. Uh, He's different. Uh, he's good at what he does, and then the younger quarterback, um, he runs the ball hard. Um, he's a he's like a quarterback we faced earlier uh, this year. He reminds me of the Middle Tennessee quarterback. Um, he's good. He's gonna be good for that program soon. But he is young, so um, he it's little things he got to work on. But um, I feel like if we lock in this week, we got to create some turnovers. If, if you see a freshman, is that the mindset? Just be the aggressor. We gotta and be go the, at it. They, uh, we gotta be the aggressor because, um, like, it's different coming from high school to uh, college. It's, it's way different. So if we can just exploit some of the little things he hasn't learned yet in the game, it could put us up. Nazi Johnson earlier this afternoon. So, as McCoy of emphasis, make the quarterback, the new kid, uncomfortable. Everything they can do to make him uncomfortable, not get set, find any rhythm. Make him struggle, get a lot of three and outs, and then they go rest up and let the offense control the ball, do that, and we'll see what happens. But the big thing there, I heard him say one thing. We've seen that a lot too. Take away the slant route. I don't know how many times in the middle game, guy two steps, breaks inside wide open. They've shut that down lately. So they'll have that in their mind, and they contain the guy on the run pass option. If he take, and if he does run it, hit him. Contact. Let him know you're, let him know you're around. I mean, we saw what Kiffin said after the game, Marshall's defense. Very good coming in, very good going out, and he said they were physical. We saw a lot of guys getting carved off the field that game. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill here in Huntington. It's 1125 4th Avenue, where the Monday special, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, and, of course, you can come on down tonight. You can watch Monday Night Football. Any night you come down, it's always fun, right. but especially on Mondays here with the Monday special. We've got more coming up. I'm Paul Swan with the former Marshall Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh. You're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Welcome back to the drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I've got with me the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. 
here, here today, of course, at our favorite place on Mondays. That is the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue, Huntington. Monday specials, $1.50 bottle, $2 call shots all day, all night, right here at the Union Pub and Grill. We got Taylor taking good care of you today here. Exactly. So, uh, best One service. One thing about Herb, he always has good service. The gang always takes exactly. care of us here. No complaints in that area. I'm just waiting for her. Where's Herb? I he hasn't know. made his appearance yet today. Maybe he's getting over the Bengals. hadn't got over that yet. I don't know. He's got the place decked out, though, yeah. for Halloween. I remember last week they started. You weren't here. You were, yeah. You were rehabbing. The off week. <laughs> and uh, the orange is going up last week as we were on. So everything was great down here. We sat out there last week. You know, you sat out there. That Woody used to call that, Woody Woodrum, former yeah. uh, host of the, uh, he the program was, previous to this remember. one. He called it the Woody Den. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm in here. I'm hanging out with the people. Exactly. Plus, one, it's, it's one, warmer in here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's plenty of outlets. Yeah. <laughs> He's hanging out near the door. It's cold. It's warmer in here. So yes. um, you can come on in. Come inside at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. So today's player day, great opportunity for us to uh, kind of get a feel for what the uh, week's going to look like. We're going to hear from Doc Holliday tomorrow, but uh, got a chance to catch up with a few guys today. And uh, one guy we got to talk to, Dave, was Malik Gant. And, again, you know, the theme basically is uh, starting off, just kind of getting a feel for what the off week was like for him as we head into Southern Miss. And here's what Malik had to say. Uh, it, feel, it feels good just to get our body right uh, and uh, just focus up on the little things, just uh, technique-wise and uh, the little things. Uh, this week we really uh, we didn't do a lot of game planning yet. We uh, just focus on the little things and get back to the basics. I feel good just get the off week and uh, yeah, most definitely. work on yourself. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I actually had to go home for a funeral on Friday, so I, I missed one day of practice, but when I got uh, – no, Thursday. So I missed one day of practice. So when I got back, uh, it was like uh, regular practice for us. We uh, just went through the mo- uh, went through everything, went through the techniques, went through uh, just the basics, just getting back to basics, taking the off week to get our bodies right. We still were hitting, but we just uh, took it for light days, really. Is it sort of what you all like to stay in routine? So mm-hmm. is bye week more about you all, and then Sunday you flip the script yeah, a little bit? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh, Doc and uh, Coach Phil always stress on this that. Uh, when we have days off or when, like, situations like when we didn't play a South Carolina game, we take those days to uh, get back to the basics and make sure everybody's fundamentally, like, sound and make sure we take them as uh, days just to focus on ourselves. You look the last two weeks, y'all are plus six and, and mm-hmm. coming off your old strongest, well, your strongest performances mm-hmm. uh, in the last year or so. Yeah. Uh, going up against Southern Miss team that you all saw on, on Saturday had troubles with turnovers that make you lick your chops. Uh, yeah, we haven't really looked at a lot of film at them yet, but we are prepared to go against a good talent offense, and uh, they do a lot of movement and a lot of things with their offense to uh, catch you off balance and to get your defense uh, off balance and just get you doing things that you don't normally do. So we just have to focus and lock in more during this week on their schemes and what they like to do. Being, yeah, and I asked Artis about this too, you know, College football has become so much about offense. Is it fun to see two top 25 defenses and, and sort oh, yeah. of give it that old school feel? Yeah, mo- most definitely. Uh, being able to just have that uh, old defensive feeling to the game instead of, like, the offensive game where you're just saying score, score, score. You're just having, like, a, st- uh, a standout and not seeing a lot of scoring and just seeing an uh, aggressive game, a physical game is, like, a very entertaining game when you play on the defensive side of the ball. Is that something you'll pride yourself in as being the aggressor and not oh, yeah, being most, passive? And, and most definitely. If you look at a lot of uh, people on the defense characteristics, everybody's aggressive, physical, and we all have that same mentality, and that helps us during the game. It's only Gant.
earlier today over at Marshall. So um, they know this is going to be a, exactly. a fun game as far as uh, the style of play it's going to be played. Uh, I mean, I think that's a correct way to describe it. Kind of be old school. You know, it's, we, we used to watching people up and down, up and down, up and down. They want to make the up and down pace a little bit slower. Make them work. Make them work because they do have a tendency to turn the ball over. They, you know, every time Marshall wins a turnover battle, except for one, they've won. And one week they lost a battle, and they still managed to win the game. So, you know, make the quarterback uncomfortable, as I said. Uh, make them work for yardage. They've done a really good job lately, Paulie, of not giving up a home run type play, big play. Even Lane Kiffin said that. The explosive plays we had last year, we didn't have this year. So they're making the team work, keeping everything in front of them, and it's so far so good. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here, and uh, we're going to be here till 6 o'clock. And uh, I'll tell you what, let's uh, talk a little basketball when we come back from break because yesterday, of course, was the exhibition game against Linville State. Close score, right. up and down, no defense there. If you wanted to be entertained and just out, you were. 113-108, uh, you know, some Marshall fans might be going a little uneasy right now what's going on. But like you mentioned in the, in earlier on, there's some new faces that are trying to work in. This is the first exhibition come uh, mid-February, and so let's see where they are as the old saying goes. I think I'm worried about what they're going to look like uh, on Thursday. Thursday with yeah. another <laughs> exhibition game. Another MEC team coming to town. I'll take it. All yes. right, we're going to hear from John Elmore. we got C.J. Burks. Uh, that's coming up when we come back from break. You're listening to The Drive. We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. It's all right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Live with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, you can join us at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, and we make it enticing for you because after work, come on down and enjoy the Monday special. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, of course. Best service in town. we got Taylor taking good care of you today, so come down, visit her. See the folks here at the Union Pub and Grill. I'm Paul Swan. I've got the former young Thundering Herd quarterback himself, Dave Walsh, with me as well. Every Monday, joining me here at the Union Pub and Grill. We usually talk football, but it's time to talk basketball. We touched on it earlier, but yesterday was one of those games where just throw the defense out. It's just going to be up, back, forth. Everybody's looking up, seeing the new scoreboard, then looking at all the baskets being made, then looking up at the replay. It was one of those head-moving days yes. yesterday. Uh, How'd you enjoy that? You know, you were you were sitting where you you caught yourself looking up a lot more. Well, I was a little bit higher in the beginning and moved down, um, but. I was just you like this, up, back, up, back. Yeah. It was kind of fun. 60-some uh, to 50-some at halftime. We've seen the games uh, double overtime. That was the final score, and they still got a half to go. They had 100 before. There's still 10 minutes to go in the game. They're at 100. So it was an entertaining game. And I'm sure Danny's got the film on going like, fellas, uh, did this okay? But we got some work to do before Thursday and definitely before next Wednesday because then it counts. We cannot have what we saw yesterday. Yeah, it it's going to be fun, I think, offensively. But, yes. yeah, they got to work on some things. Again, this is what exhibition's yeah. for. you got to work on things. Just the video was like the first time since they were out in California. So it's the first time been live combat, so to speak. And uh, new characters, they got to blend them in like he did last year. Right, and they faced off against an opponent that was well-prepared. Right. So it was a good challenge for them. Now, after the game, um, some of the guys, uh, we got a chance to catch up with them, uh, including – John Elmore, uh, C.J. Burks, uh, Darius George. Yeah. So um, 
just want to kind of get their feeling for, you know, what it felt like to, to actually get out there, play a game, and uh, John Elmore leads off. Uh, felt good. Finally played against somebody in a different uniform. We've been battling with each other for a long time now, it seems like. But uh, uh, we showed some good things. We showed we could score a lot of points, but our defense has got to get a lot better. We've got to get in better shape. Um, but, I mean, that's what these are for, see where we stand, see what we got to improve. So we're going to go back to the drawing board on Monday. We have tomorrow off and watch film and improve. And I uh, think we're going to be good, but we just got some things to improve on on the way. How fun was it? You look over there, you see Ott and Sue, so <laughs> coaching against you. Uh, it was fun. We, we smack talked a little bit here and there. I mean, I didn't make very many three-pointers because I was going to run over by him and talk a little junk. But uh, it was good to beat him. I'm going to have that, so I'll, I'll, I'll rub it in a little later. For you, CJ. Um, Probably felt real good out there tonight. Getting off to a fast start for you. Oh yeah, just uh, with the help of my teammates, you know, just getting to the floor of things. You know, everybody before the game, we just been pumped up for a while now. So it's just everybody just coming in there, just bringing all the intensity. You know, intensity rubs off on people. So when you're just going in there, just flowing, hitting shots, it's just because the flow and the movement, everybody. Obviously, CJ, much to work on, huh? Yes, sir. It is much to work on. We'll get back to the drawing board, though. We're, we're, uh, we're looking pretty good, though. There's just a lot of stuff we have to tweak and work on that'll come day by day. But um, we're looking at the bigger picture, and I think we're going to be very good. Yeah, so the, the, how close this game was and everything, that doesn't really bother you that much? No, it doesn't bother at all. We know where we stand and things that we have to work on, you know, make shots and things like that. But we know where we go back to, go back to the drawing board, and we'll get right. Darius, for you, obviously worked on your three-point shot. Yeah, um, just getting that down pack because I, I needed the season. Because last year I was just working on my shot, getting that down pack, getting it faster. So this year it'll be good. It'll be great. Way better than last year. John, for you, obviously, when you were in the Bahamas, worked on so you saw the debut that was a post-up game, saw a little bit today. Is that going to be something you guys go to more? Uh, I think so. I mean, I showed a little glimpse of it tonight. Had a couple buckets down there, but. Uh, we just stick to what we try to do, put guys in advantageous situations. And uh, Coach D'Antoni does a good job of calling certain set plays and uh, had a little size advantage at certain lineups and uh, certain matchups throughout the game. And Coach told me to go down there. So uh, been working on that a lot. Um, but I think the ball movement was pretty good. I don't think we shot threes phenomenal. But uh, we got a lot of open shots, and we just got to keep improving day by day. It's a close game, but I mean, Glenville, they made some pretty great shots. They played really well. Oh, yeah, credit to them. Uh, they shot the heck out of the ball. It seemed like they started off on fire, and then uh, I think they cooled off a little bit down the stretch, but not a whole lot. So credit to them. Uh, they've got a phenomenal young coaching staff of Coach Caldwell and Ott. Uh, I know they've been down here all summer scouting what we do and adding some of the stuff we do. So if you saw them defensively, they were running our schemes. If you saw them offensively, they were running our schemes. But uh, credit to them for taking a totally new team. I think they got eight, nine, ten new guys. So uh, I think the future is bright for them. So definitely that's a team to keep an eye on. It's the tightness of this game, how close it was because of so many new faces. I mean, everybody trying to get used to the the game. I mean, uh, definitely. Um, we played a lot of guys, uh, a lot of different lineups, but at the same time, uh, I saw like South Carolina loss the other day in their exhibition game. So uh, anything can happen in these games. These guys are coming in; they're not they're not here to get beat. So uh, first exhibition game of the year, it's always going to be tough. You haven't played with each other, live game, referees, crowd there. You have a little bit of adrenaline you don't have in practice. So uh, it was definitely a good learning experience. We got another one, so uh, take it one day at a time, one game at a time, and hopefully keep improving as the season goes.
kind of um, spoken like a veteran. Yeah, good attitude. Mm. Yeah. Again, they know this is just exhibition. This is what it's for. No panic here. I, I don't really even think that's uh, something yeah. that's uh, yeah. people just went out, enjoyed a uh, high-scoring game, and now if this happens here in a couple of weeks, you're going to start wondering, <laughs> okay, what's going on? What's going on? But I, I don't think that's going to be really a problem. This is more okay. Let's get these guys in tune. Let's get them actually into a game environment. Adrenaline's flowing. Exactly. They're finally going up against uh, an actual opponent. This isn't practice. That team was out there to win. Even though it's exhibition, like they said, were they out came, there to win. They didn't come here just to get a – I don't know if they got a check or not, but, you know, get to play Marshall, play in a big building and whatever happened. They came here to put a W. Marshall knew that. Some other people have not been as fortunate in their exhibition games. But, you know, unlike college football, they get a couple exhibitions to get their feet wet. You know, football, you kind of go in – opening game and see what you know, get it all hang out on the first game they've got two reruns practices so to speak practice games to uh, iron out some kinks that john mentioned the one thing he did i see yesterday how many times did he go down low and had a little fallback shot down the lane not all of them went in but i was going well he's expanding his repertoire a little bit and one thing that hasn't changed they cross half court the ball could go up at any time i mean there's like one cross half court hit cj it's gone maybe five or six seconds off the clock, and they're letting it rip. Let's talk about C.J.'s performance. Everyone focuses on John, and so you should, because John's one of the oh, best yeah. players ever to, to wear a Marshall uniform. But at the same time, hey, so is C.J. Burks. Exactly. C.J. was 10 of 13 in that game. He was 3 of 5 from the three-point line, uh, hit his two free throws, uh, had three rebounds, uh, 25 total points. He had a great effort. He had Five assists, um, you know, one turnover. I'm not even looking at that anymore. No, no. He had a great line yesterday. and He got points, plus he shared the ball and helped others get points. Jared West. You know, we haven't even talked about Jared West. He had 16 points in that game. And I noticed one thing about Jared. He got some points, but at the same time, whoever's their best player going up the floor, Jared's on him. I mean, it's like, yeah. that's not going to change. That's not. He's going to make it. He's a pain for the opponent in terms of I'm their best man. I'm going to say a lot of number 13 for 40 minutes. Yeah, John's line was 6 of 17, 0 of 6 from the three-point line. Mm-mm. That's not him. That's not him. Hopefully Thursday that will change. He, I'm sure he would be the first to admit it. But well, at, at the same time, new players, new faces and stuff. But, you know, it's still a 20-footer, and he's so used to, to drilling them. He's got to do it. Got to do it. This is This is his last go-around. He can't declare and come back anymore. It's just – play and then whatever happens happens when it's over yeah the good thing about john though um he was able to make things happen he was um almost at uh, 10 points for assist so you know we could have got a double double out of him right he got 16 points nine assists in that contest uh he had eight rebounds so he was out there contributing just couldn't get that three-pointer to shot you know how this offense is you live by it you die by it you know another thing that's hurt him in times was free throws shot 26 yesterday made 23 in games, they do that. That will make a difference more often than not. If they go 23 out of 26 or better, that's money at the bank, especially if John's shooting them. The Herd, 41 of 77. Glenville State, 44 of 94. They weren't bashful, were they? No, they weren't. They probably had to go home and ice their arms down when they got back yeah. to Glenville from just firing that ball up. The I mean, free throw line was the Herd's friend, 23 of 26 there. Glenville State, 3 of 6. Well, the free throw first thing line. you hear is where was the game played? Marshall pushing the ball down low. They were very content to play outside in. And ran Barkley. First, right out of the gate, goes one down. Had a couple dunks. And they had several yesterday, the alley-oop styles. One that didn't quite work. But it, for a lot of those yesterday, you set the pick, throw the ball, and then four or five times 
And those are the ones that bring the crowd to life when that happens. And the opponent knows it's coming, and they still don't have an answer for it. You know he's going to set a pick, roll to the basket, there's the ball, boom. I know it's a football adage, but um, you get better from week one to week two or game one to game two. Sunday to Thursday. Yeah, we'll see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Sunday to yeah. Thursday, exactly right. Yeah. Sunday to Thursday, what's going to happen on Thursday? I'm we'll, sure we'll you know, Daniel had the tape pointing out, okay, this was nice, this was not so nice. Let's let's keep this going, but we got to clamp down on this end because uh, come uh, Eastern Kentucky and we start playing for keeps, that 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 could cost us. And this is just an exhibition game. That would be a real game. And on the road. Yeah, on the road. Even though it's down. I mean, this year again, they've got Eastern, Moorhead, uh, High Union people. They're either home or away with those. I mean, games you can get to. A few Mac schools, Akron, Toledo. I like that. I like that. That's teams that they played for years, and they're good. Hey, they're good opponents. They're good opponents because unlike unlike football, Marshall has a chance to do something that everybody else does. May not happen. They can play for national championship, but they get in the right situation. When you know they have the opportunity, as you mentioned yesterday in football, even if they win the league, their bowl game's going to be the first or second week, and it's and they're forgotten. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the thing. You're playing for a championship in the conference, and then you're going to get a a pretty good bowl. Good to average. You're not right. going to get a major bowl unless you're undefeated and you have a schedule that affords you an opportunity in an access bowl bid, yeah. and that's a rarity. You're not going to see that every year. It's, it's something that can be achieved. It's just it hasn't been. Yeah. And Conference USA has shot itself in the foot just because every time there's a team that's right there on the cusp, something happens. Somebody finds a way to knock them right. off. But then again, you got to take care of your business. So that's right. It's really – they had the games scheduled that would – afford them the opportunity, but as we said, schedule's one thing, you got to win them. UCF schedules them, and so far they've won them, and they have the inside track now to the uh, access ball. That's all. They're going to get the pairings tomorrow night, the first, uh, you know, the playoff rating things come out. You'll see UCF down there a little bit, and they'll start going boo-hoo, boo-hoo, but they're going until they schedule it and win it, get used to Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Michigan. It's just like, that's who's going to be there. That's who you've got to take down. You said that Lane Kiffin has uh, been derailed. I want the train still running on campus because three and five, FIU this week, still have to play North Texas on the road. I mean, Lane, they've got them penciled in for some bowl games, but if they don't get to six, uh, he may not be going. FAU last year, FIU this year. That might be your East Division champion. Right. Of course, the Thunder and Herd still has uh, something to say about this. How about middle winning again? Stop still with back. UAB is going to be uh, where they uh, might That's find the last resistance. Game. That's yeah. the last game of the season, regular season. That's where they're going to find the most resistance now. If they win that one, they're looking pretty good. Yep. Head on to Murfreesboro. Unless UAB throws a monkey wrench and runs the table, then they'll be the host. That's going to do it for this edition. We are coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue, Huntington. Paul Swan and the former Thundering Her quarterback, Dave Walsh, reminding you. Monday special, dollar fifty bottle, two dollar call shots every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. We want to thank Belltown Hearing Aid Center, our presenting sponsor. We'll be back tomorrow to do all over again here on ESPN ninety four point one FM, AM nine thirty. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W two two seven BS Huntington, ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Huntington Sports Station.